When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Friday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I hope you don't have an electric vehicle that you're trying to charge while you are listening to us in much of the country because it is cold and it ain't easy to do. We're going to talk some about that. My kids have been out all week from school. We got more ice. You know, this is the truth. I don't remember the last time this happened. Buck, I have not left my house since Sunday. Legitimately have not left my house. Now, I got all the studios. I can work. It hasn't really changed my ability to to do everything. But my kids haven't uh, had to go to school. Uh, We got everything in the neighborhood. Have not left uh, I don't remember the last time that's happened. I'm not sure that that has ever happened, but that's what happens when the South gets hit with snow and ice and everything else, and it's still here because it stayed cold, and I'm over the cold. Uh, but we'll talk some about the electric vehicles because I bet a lot of you who may have bought electric vehicles or have friends and family who have bought electric vehicles, this cold is making those things massive issues. We'll talk about it. Uh, Axios has already moved on from Trump is going to be the nominee They put out a list, three vice presidential candidates that they believe are at the top of Donald Trump's list. Nikki Haley, Elise Stefanik, and Ohio Senator J.D. Vance. Uh, We will talk about that some because it's got everybody all riled up. You remember I mentioned that someone said J.D. Vance last summer, I heard, in a meeting at Mar-a-Lago. So this has been, that has been in the ether for a while. Yeah, I like J.D. We've had him on the show a bunch, smart guy, young. Uh, we'll talk about all three of those contenders and others, I would imagine, during the course of the show. But just so all of you know, we are, what, four days from the New Hampshire primary, and the polling continues to look really, really good for Donald Trump. The, the most recent poll that I saw, Buck, and then I want to play an audio, which will kind of give you a sense of how well the poll is uh, is looking for Donald Trump. 
This came out from Suffolk University and USA Today uh, earlier today, and it has Donald Trump at 52, Nikki Haley at 35, Ron DeSantis at 6. Those are the only three remaining candidates. That is a huge lead for Donald Trump. If you look at the gambling markets, Trump has moved into almost impregnable position in terms of he's going to win the New Hampshire primary as well. If that ends up being the case, and certainly we're going to talk about it a lot next week, no Republican presidential candidate has ever won Iowa and New Hampshire in a contested primary since Gerald Ford in 1976. So Trump would have done something effectively that has not been done in 50 years nearly if he goes on and wins New Hampshire on Tuesday. And initially, you had a lot of optimism from Nikki Haley. Oh, we're going to be able to uh, to win New Hampshire, and then we're going to go down and we're going to win South Carolina, and we're going to turn this race on its head. And that's the theory for how we're going to end up uh, winning this nomination. Well, now John, uh, sorry, Chris Sununu, I think is the, I, I always get the Sununus mixed up, but uh, the current governor of uh, of New Hampshire, who is Chris Sununu, I believe, part of the Sununu family, uh, he now is saying, oh, no, no, we were never planning on actually winning New Hampshire. The goal was just to come in second, and we're in good shape there. Listen to this audio from yesterday. We always wanted to have a strong second. That's the only expectation we ever laid out. And you can be more direct about New Hampshire. Oh, it's an absolute win. No, it's a, it's a win and a reset button. If everyone that could vote in the primary comes out and votes, not only she's going to win in a landslide, and and that's not an exaggeration. So you're going to see you a record the bar for you here. No, it's, it's not an expectation. He knows his state better than I, I do. It's not an expectation. It's people getting excited. It's exciting. We can feel it on the ground. We're going to do this. Nikki Haley can give Trump that defeat that no one thought was possible in the next few weeks, and I think that's very likely to happen. I think she can win. She's. We've already exceeded expectations in terms of a one-on-one race. All right. Yeah. It's never good when you say, we're going to win. It's going to be a landslide. Oh, no. And then you flip back a couple of weeks later, and you're like, we never said that. We always said we'd be really happy with second. She's going to come in second. It's not going to be particularly close, and I think that ends it. But, Buck, this is not a good sign for Nikki Haley when the governor of New Hampshire has gone from, oh, she's going to win New Hampshire, to we never even said that. We literally just played you the receipts. He did. I think this whole thing may officially be over before South Carolina at this point. I think you may have both of them uh drop before then, which I wouldn't have thought even in the immediate aftermath of Iowa necessarily, but based on what what the numbers are looking like because what's really what's really the point, you know, staying in to see if you could get a big if you could make it close even if you were let's say you're Nikki Haley you're the last last woman standing uh last woman or man standing against Trump and you were going to break that lead down substantially so that maybe Trump set you know Trump set 55 you're at 45 still still a substantial margin yeah. um in the in the key states but that's not what's going to happen. As we're seeing here, the moment, if Ron were to drop out in advance of South Carolina, as we've discussed, most of his supporters go to Trump. If most of his supporters go to Trump, now he's out ahead of Nikki Haley by 60 points. I mean, some some huge 70 points, yeah. some huge, huge number. And I, I don't think that that's brand enhancing, which is really what now the second and third place finishers behind Trump, I think, have to have as their top consideration. So that that's... 
Yeah, of course they're doing a expect, what is it? Uh, they're managing expectations now about New Hampshire in classic PR fashion. Oh yeah, a second place showing. If Nikki Haley can't win in New Hampshire, she can't win anywhere against Trump. And that's just the way that it is. So we'll see how long they decide they, they want to draw this out. I, you know, the Axios reporting, it's funny to me, Clay, because you think about who could they have spoken to that would really have an inside track on Trump VP picks. Who would that even be at this point? I'm not sure that if you're Axios and you speak to Trump himself, you can consider <laughs> that to be the yeah. inside track. Because a week later, he might just, or a day later, he might just totally change his mind. Um, uh, uh, Elise Stefanik, I understand she's having a moment right now because of the testimony of the university presidents. Uh, but Elise Stefanik, listen to her on climate change. I mean, there, there are a few things where she's a liberal Republican. So the people that are upset about Nikki Haley, because she's a establishment interventionist Republican, uh, Stefanik, very loyal to Trump, as we know, that's very important. But on policy, she's kind of in that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say she's like a, a Tom Tillis or something, but she's in that direction. Let me ask you this, because this is where I am. If Trump is going to be the nominee, you and I are going to charge and be as aggressive as we can to try to beat Joe Biden. And it's going to be a wild 2024 ride. And we hope all of you listening will buckle up. And come along for the ride. But here's where I am on the VP. I don't think it matters that much in a negative way. That is, I don't, and some people are going to, oh, no, 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 you know, the usual clattering chat, uh, uh, classes out there. I look at it and say, I just want Trump to pick someone that makes it somewhat more likely that he could be elected president. That's all I care about. Can we add something in that though? I really do think, Clay, that there's, a different consideration now that that's piece one, but I yeah. think we have to think of this as two pieces because whoever's his VP is pretty much on the launch pad to run again in two years, right? So I, it's, it's I, a more substantial pick than it's just, you know, you like Sarah Palin with John McCain. No one even thought really about like, Oh, in eight years, it was just like, can she help him win this yeah, election? Right and we'll figure the rest out later. You know what I mean? That's kind of where I am, though, because if Trump were to win, there are going to be like there'll be no, you know, we know Biden's not running again, like Trump's not running again. It basically sweeps the deck. I don't know that the VP for Trump is going to have that much of a leg up because I think there's going to be 20 or 25 guys and gals who all jump in. And I think they're all going to have decent name recognition. Now, if the VP does an amazing job, then yes, you would potentially have a leg up. But the VP could also end up like Mike Pence and have basically no political career anymore. Or like Kamala Harris, where you're in a position, Trump's going to be Trump. If you don't necessarily excel in that role, I mean, Mike Pence, I think, and I understand there are some people out there who are big Mike Pence fans, I think Mike Pence's political career is over. I, I, I don't think that he is ever going to be able to ascend to any kind of national role. Now, maybe he could run for something in Indiana again. And I'm not trying to take a shot at him. I'm just saying the Trump VP pick comes with a high degree of potential outcome. So I'm not sure that that means that you're going to be the, the, the but, front runner for 828. But who he's picking now... Um, first of all, I don't think there's anyone that he could... Cho- I, I believe that generally vice presidents... 
I mean, look at the, look at the whole Sarah Palin situation. It yeah. was like, oh, the game change movie and all this stuff. Vice presidents don't win you the election. And I'm I not agree. even sure they, I'm not even sure they matter very much at all in terms of the way electoral politics actually plays out. That all said, uh, this pick is for a Trump. Uh, look, I think I said it on the air. Heard from people who heard Trump at Mar-a-Lago talking about this and he said he wants someone that he likes to hang out with as V. Yeah. That was the, that was the story. I mean, there, or that, that was what was, was circulating in, in political circles. This is maybe last July, I want to say. And that's when the JD Vance name came up for the yeah. first time as a VP pick. Cause people are like, wait a second. What? It's like, yeah, Trump likes him. He's smart. He's young guy. By, he's by cool. the way, this is also a good JD Vance said awful, nasty things about Trump in like 2016. And oh, wait, are you telling was, me that people are welcome back on the Trump train, even if at one point they weren't on the Trump this train? This is one thing that I will say is very positive about Trump. He is not some some politicians, you know this, Buck, some people in general, but we're talking about politicians. If you ever say a negative word about them, they never forget it for the rest of their life. And they have massive grudges and they will try to end you eight years later because you said something they didn't like. You know, that, that, that barely got any attention eight years ago. There are a lot of politicians like that. Score settlers, so to speak. I don't think Trump is not like that. Trump w- will not hold a grudge beyond, look at what happened to Vivek. He takes shots at Vivek. 24 hours later, Vivek's up on stage and Trump is saying, and people now want him to be VP, right? Like whatever Trump says, his base will follow. But also JD Vance said a lot of negative things about Trump in 16. He said to JD Vance's credit, Hey, I was wrong. Trump was a better president than I anticipated. And so he then got Trump's endorsement in 2022. He's now a senator. He's done well. But my point on this is six years ago, J.D. Vance was not a Trump guy. And so this idea that uh, that Trump isn't able to just go out and find somebody new, this is why I don't think Nikki Haley's off the table. And some of you out there are fired up. I was tweeting about this last night. If Trump picks Nikki Haley, Within 24 hours, all the people saying Nikki Haley is an awful human being and there's no way she should ever be representing the Republican Party will be praising Trump for playing 4D chess and making such an astute VP pick. So I I agree with you on this. And so I think we should. And I know a lot of the folks listening do not. So let's let's have let's have a fight on this one. Call us. Let us know why we are wrong that if Trump were to pick Nikki Haley, our contention, we both, we both see it this way. And that doesn't mean that we're right. Sometimes we've both been wrong on things before. Our contention is everybody who would vote for Trump would still vote for Trump, even if you picked Nikki Haley as VP. There would be zero way, if, noticeable if you, change. I mean, if, don't tell me you've got like one neighbor that you're sure. I, I mean, in the polls, in the numbers, nothing changes. People like to get fired up and claim that something's going to be transformational. If you won't vote for a president because of a vice presidential pick, my contention is you were never voting for the president in the first place. Now, I do think you can make a vice presidential pick that could make someone who wouldn't otherwise be voting for you be like, oh, okay, maybe he's not so bad. I would consider it somewhat. I don't think that your pick ends somebody voting for you. So that yep. is my thesis, and I'm very sound on it. I don't, I don't think the numbers would change at all in a negative way for Trump. Who wants to fight? 800-282-2882. Light us up. It's Friday. Daniel Russo is going to fight. That's right. We're Great in a feisty line. mood on this one. Um, and we got a lot more coming your way here, uh, not just on, on New Hampshire, but also, man, if you're looking around for Biden these days, looking at the latest, I don't know. I, I mean, the health thing, we keep assuming 
that the health issue that may come up is a planned thing? Ah, I think that's a lot of assumption there because this guy is, he's rapidly losing faculty and losing, uh, losing ability. So we'll see. We'll see. Let's talk about the Talented Towers Foundation for a moment, my friends. Their mission, Talented Towers Foundation, is to do good and make sure we never forget, never forget 9-11. Never forget the soldiers and first responders who risked their lives and bodies for our country and communities. And never forget those who were sickened because of their service. The foundation is committed to helping these heroes and their families. Heroes like retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Michael Michael Cardos. Lieutenant Cardos served his country for 20 years and received numerous commendations, including a Bronze Star. During his time overseas, he was exposed to toxic burn pits. 18 hours after being diagnosed with service-related cancer, he died. Tunnel to Towers then paid off the mortgage on his family's home, enabling his widow and their six children to stay in their home, removing a financial burden. The foundation helps Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders, as well as catastrophically injured heroes and homeless veterans. Help families like the Cardos. Join us in donating $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Speaking truth and having fun. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. 
Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Oh, boy. We got an oppo dump big time here. Bigly oppo dump. Top of the Daily Mail exclusive. GOP, I am quoting here. GOP presidential hopeful Nikki Haley did cheat on her husband with her comms consultant and a married lobbyist in steamy trysts in her Cadillac and hotels before she became governor, sworn affidavits and new witnesses claim. And the headline the Daily Mail has below the article is Frisky Nikki. Um, Clay, I mean, th- this is, this is classic. I mean, it's right before New Hampshire. Um, this is the kind of thing, you know, we we're talking about Nikki Haley for VP before. I, did, did this come from the Trump camp? I think you would have to think so. Uh, and, you know, Could in terms come of the, from oppo, the DeSantis camp, but I think usually the, the, the general direction is whoever stands to benefit the most is usually the leaker. Uh, so you would think that the Trump camp has the most. Here's what the, my only thing on the Trump camp. If you're supporting Trump, you're not supporting Trump because he's been a really faithful husband. Well, but see, this this is what I was going to ask you. Uh, and I'm not, you know, uh, is there a is does the public still have very much in their mind a double standard about For women compared to men? Yes, female infidelity in america i'm i'm not saying it's fair i'm i'm not i'm just asking if the double standard exists if a woman cheats on her in this case combat veteran husband and she's running for higher office if by the way this is all alleged maybe none of this is true at all i'm sure I'm, she'll I'm, deny hear, it yeah i'm well, sure we'll hear what nikki haley it. has to say it's the top story in the daily mail right now though so i'm sure they've got real sources um does that is that a different calculation for voters if they believe it I don't know. Well, I, and I don't know. I mean, let, let's just kind of take a step back. Um, you know, this was the whole Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton thing, right? Like Bill Clinton, I think quite cl- clearly not a faithful husband, slept with a lot of random women and everybody knew and they voted for Bill Clinton anyway. Uh, then he had an affair with an intern in the White House office, you know, and, and even then people were like, yeah, it doesn't really surprise me. Think about where we were with Bill Clinton that he could have sexual relations with an intern and people weren't really surprised and he kept his job now it's a different era now but donald trump's been married what three times four times um three times uh and i think most people have said i don't really care about his personal life the same thing seemed to happen with christy noam that story we need to break this down more because this story just broke but uh but this is is an oppo this is an oppo punch though they are this is throwing the sink into things all right we'll talk about it are U.S. dollars the currency the world relies on for trading just as you rely on it for paying your bills and saving for the future? But some individuals think our dollar is not on stable ground. One of those voices is former Wall Street insider Tika Tawari, who's released a video online exposing some deep concerns within our government. He believes what he's discovered could trigger a big financial crisis. But you decide for yourself. Watch the video. Go check it out. Watching it is free. Tika is exposing all the details in this controversial new video and showing you the three steps you need to take to prepare. Go to MoveYourCashNow.com to watch this video that the government doesn't want you to see. That's MoveYourCashNow.com and learn how to prepare 
MoveYourCashNow.com. Paid for by Palm Beach Research. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. All right. The New Hampshire primary is Tuesday. Daily Mail story that Nikki Haley cheated on her husband before she became governor. It's the number one story on the Daily Mail. I will expect, I would expect that virtually every media outlet in the country will pick it up. Now, there was a story about Christy Noem, who's the current governor of South Dakota, that she had engaged in an affair with somebody affiliated with her campaign. And that story just, people didn't really care. She's a woman, governor sitting right now, one of the leading VP candidates in theory, if you look at the gambling odds markets, one of the consistently top favorites. It's possible that people are going to look at this and just in the era in which we live now, say in a post-Bill Clinton, in a post-Donald Trump era, when Joe Biden himself has been accused of sexual assault on a staffer and everybody just kind of said, I don't care, in a post-Me Too world where it does feel like the whole Me Too universe is kind of ground down to... I know Brett Kavanaugh was the, the you know number one target probably of the entire Me Too universe, but my my question is, and I don't know the answer on this: Are people over extramarital things and affairs, particularly because so, the couple stayed together? I have I have a different a different sense of of the overall trajectory here. Just just hear me out on it. Um, I think the people who didn't care about Bill Clinton were Bill Clinton voters. I think a lot of other people thought it was grotesque and wanted him to actually get impeached and removed from office over the lies about it, right? So it's not like well, that it, it was, was always fair in office, which is a little bit different, right, than the pre-affair, like uh, right. But but what I'm yeah. saying is, I, there, it wasn't the con. The, the, you know, sometimes the Democrat narrative, like if you watch the Bill Maher show, it's the whole country like didn't care. No, actually cared a lot about what Bill yeah. Clinton did and almost ended his presidency. So you know. What I'm getting to though is, you know, Trump, third wife, he's got some, you know, people are okay with it. They say they want the guy in the office that does the, you know, that, that pushes the policies. I think people are okay when their team does it now. Oh yeah, certainly that's the case. Right? Yes. So, so it's, it's, it's not like, oh, we've all moved on to this new place. It's people, I mean, the Joe, the Joe Biden sexual assault allegation, which you never hear about. Okay. They just, just to line this up, they pretended and it was grotesque and it was a lie, but they pretended that Brett Kavanaugh maybe tried to like, like grope. That was really the allegation. A girl 40 or 35 years ago or something when he was a minor, when who, he was a minor, Brett when Kavanaugh. he was a minor and she didn't remember what year this allegedly happened and couldn't prove that she had ever even met him. I and know. he had no memory of it. It was a fable. It was a bullcrap story. Kamala Harris ran with it. One of the ugliest things I have ever seen in American politics was the lies they tried to use, just so they could kill babies through abortion, the lies they tried to use with Brett Kavanaugh. Now, just to juxtapose that, you got Joe Biden, Senate staffer, works for him, you know, young woman, says that he, you know, violated her. Media doesn't care at all. Doesn't care at all. He had time alone with her. They knew each other. She worked for him. She didn't lie about anything. Media she doesn't talked care about at it all. back in the 1990s when this initially happened. Yes. There were witnesses to say that she said that. I think she even her mom even called into Larry King. Do you remember all the different yes. details associated with it? It was a credible, it? an entirely yes. credible allegation, and they just pretend like it, it absolutely never happened. 
Now, but this is where I get to, like my team, your team kind of thing, right? With Nikki Haley, why have we been saying, now, first to be fair and to be clear, this may all be a total lie. It's It reeks of oppo dump right before New Hampshire. It couldn't be any more obvious that that's what this is. It's an oppo dump story. But Daily Mail's running with it with sources and with named individuals. The men are brought into this as well. Their photos are up too, right? So it's not just... It's not like, uh, remember when they ran the John McCain affair story on the front of the yes. front page of the New York Times? Um, very and then thinly he refused sourced. to speak to the New York Times for the rest of his career, I think, John McCain, because they ran that story. Yeah. And I, you know, and I'm somebody, I'm not some, uh, I'm not naive about this stuff. Okay. Republicans and Democrats, unfortunately, in politics will cheat on their wives. I didn't, I didn't, be, I didn't believe that McCain story based on the, the context, the way they ran it, the sourcing. The way they're going after this Nikki Haley story, it could be totally false. But here's what I want to get to on the politics of this. Because people are going to believe what they believe at this point. We've been talking all along, suburban moms is Nikki Haley's, that's like the special thing that she brings to the table, especially if she's on a Trump ticket. How do suburban moms react to this? Not the whole electorate, not the primary you know, uh, Republican base. Do you think that women who are married, who live in the suburbs of America, a lot of whom are Nikki Haley fans, or that's maybe perhaps her strongest demographic in the GOP, that and people who like Forever Wars, um, do you <laughs> do you think, though, that this affects their, their thinking about Nikki Haley? Oh, uh, it's a good question. So my, my initial read on this is this was before she got involved in politics, and she is still married. She has two kids. And to me, the reason why I was using Bill Clinton as an example is just we've been through all these scandals because this reminds me of the Bill and Hillary Clinton. Remember the 60 Minutes interview they did where they talked about challenges in their marriage and it was and a huge... Bill was accused of rape, just to be clear. Not just no an affair. He was accused by a woman on the record of rape before he was president. Go ahead. And everybody just kind of said, hey, we're good. this is before I think he even was the nominee. I think this was when he was running, like, in the New Hampshire primary cycle in, like, 1992. And Democrats still said, okay, we're going to pick him. We think he's the best option. And he ended up getting elected. And then, obviously, he has the affair, which is a different dynamic because it's current as opposed to in the past. So my my general read is people who like Nikki Haley will still like Nikki Haley. And people who don't like Nikki Haley will not like her. And this won't change very much. That's my general read. I could be wrong. We'll open up phone lines. I think most people just kind of feel, this is again, my, my general takeaway. I think most people just kind of feel like this is kind of sorted and that you don't want to dive into everybody's relationships and everything else. And if she and her husband stay together, this is, does anyone think, we're opening up lines here, folks, because there's a lot of, I'm sure a lot of broad opinions out there on this one. It's a Friday. Let's take your calls. Does anyone think this isn't Trump oppo? And then comma, if it is Trump oppo, why now? You're, you're, you know, you want to win New Hampshire. You, you are concerned about, she, there's no chance Nikki Haley's going to win the presidency, but you don't even want Nikki Haley to get a win in New Hampshire, or you want to crush her in New Hampshire so it's all over now? I mean, it's, look, it's brass knuckles time. I don't know what else. This is a brass knuckles move. That's why I think you have to raise, it could be somebody else. The only other person who's in the race is the DeSantis crew, and they want to go one-on-one v. Trump, and they might think this knocks her out of the race, and then it leaves DeSantis able to go one-on-one against Trump. I'm just saying, I I feel like DeSantis, I mean, we look, those guys, you see them on TV, they're nice people, 
They're Boy Scouts, man. Some of the people that are in Trump's orbit, they play for keeps. Okay. There's other people who don't like Nikki Haley. Vivek's team? Would somebody like in Vivek's team, now that he's out of the race, be like, whatever, we don't even care. Like, we hate Nikki Haley. We're going to dump this. I think there's lots of people that would have had access to this. I don't think that there's anybody at the top level of these campaigns that wouldn't be aware. They do all their deep dive oppo research. I think, honestly, this is a good, this is a good point by you. If it's tracked back to a campaign, I think the world in which we live in now, people are angrier at the campaign that leaked it and tried to destroy her family life and tried to destroy, this is my take, and tried to destroy, uh, that than they are about what might have happened 20 years ago. And I'm not trying to defend Nikki Haley, but if you're a diehard Trump supporter, Donald Trump has not been faithful to his wives, all right? I'm not saying that that is a reason not to vote for him. I voted for him. I don't, no, this, I don't even this think is it impacts a ma- This is a matter of, of, of public right. record. There's no yeah. dispute about it. Yes. I, I don't think it impacts whether or not he's a good president or a bad president. I, I personally don't care who the president sleeps with. If Joe Biden was actually a decent president... And he had 46 different affairs, but, uh, the, the, you know, the, the budget was balanced and we had 3% inflation and 3% unemployment and 3% mortgages. I'd be like, eh, I wish he didn't do it. I feel bad for his wife, but I care more about the faith, uh, the fate of the country than I do an individual relationship. But we're going to take your calls. I'm curious how you guys all would react to this. Uh, again, Daily Mail, big story. How did it get there? Is it true? What happens next? But I want to tell you about our friends at my pillow right now. Uh, Valentine's Day, less than a month out. How about getting some great gifts from my pillow as a part of Valentine's Day? My slippers, they're incredible. I can tell you, your wife would love these. My wife wears them everywhere, uh, all over the house. She's bought them for all of her friends. And right now, you can save 50% off or more. Don't let Valentine sneak up on you. Uh, my pillow monster size sale right now on pretty much everything. If you haven't tried out my pillow, now's the time to check it out. 60 day money back guarantee. Absolutely no risk at all to you. Go online, mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Enter that promo code Clay and Buck. Get ahead of Valentine's Day because again, it'll sneak up on you. Go get some gifts right now. Mypillow.com. Enter the promo code Clay and Buck. That's MyPillow.com. Enter the promo code Clay and Buck. Sometimes all you can do is laugh. And they do a lot of it with the Sunday Hang. Join Clay and Buck as they laugh it up in the Clay and Buck podcast feed on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. 
Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. GCU equips you to serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. Change the world for good by putting others before yourself to glorify God. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's online, on-campus, and hybrid learning environments are designed to help you achieve your unique academic, personal, and professional goals. With over 330 academic programs as of September 2023, GCU meets you where you are and provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Let it flourish. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. On this program, Clay and I are here to help you cut through the noise, the ulterior motives, to uncover the truths that no one else is going to tell you. That's what our colleague Mark Chaikin does, but for the U.S. stock market. Mark worked on Wall Street for 50 years. Across those decades, he invented three new indices for the NASDAQ and has predicted some of the biggest market shifts of the past decade including the recent mania in AI stocks. Mark says the majority of Americans are... Every line is lit. People are fired up here. We got New Hampshire primary a few days away. We had that big oppo hit piece on Daily Mail. It's an exclusive there alleging extramarital affairs many years ago by Nikki Haley. Who did this come from? What's the strategy here other than, you know... This is, you know, politics in this country is ugly. This is, this is ugly stuff. I, I, yeah, you know, eh, it's, this is where things are right now. Uh, but let's take some of these calls. Uh, we've got a lot of them. I want to rack and stack up. John in Fort Myers, Florida. What's going on, John? Hey guys, um, first I want to speak to the, um, hit piece about Nikki Haley. You know, I have to say about that, you know, let he who was without sin, you know, cast the first stone. You know, we all have things that we're not, you know, done and said things that we're not proud of, but let's go from there. You know, same with Trump. Um, you know, let he, who was out saying, cast the first stone. But let's look at Trump's policies. You know, he's the greatest, pre- in my opinion, the greatest president in the history of the United States, Donald Trump is. You know, you, we can relate to his policies. You know, he's for everyone, not just the big guy. Now, as far as Nikki Haley being his vice president, you know, the mega movement, a lot of folks don't really understand the mega movement and what it's all about. Um, Nikki Haley, you know, we'll always see her as a rhino permanently. She'll always be tagged as a rhino. If I see a Trump sign that says Trump Haley, you know, I'm not going to hold that sign in my hand. I'm going to hold Trump 2024. I'm going to always support Trump. But are you going to still Haley vote Trump? That's the point. Are you going to still vote Trump right. even if he picked Haley? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm still going to whoever he has on a ticket. You know, but John, you're like, an honest you know, man. We we appreciate we appreciate. I, I, I appreciate that. the call. I, I, that's to me the the biggest takeaway. I understand people get mad online on social media, and they're like, if so and so is picked, if you're not voting for the president based on who the president picks as vice president, my position would be you were never really voting for the president because the president's still the president, right? Like the, most of the time, 
the vice president doesn't matter at all unless he or she can add something to the ticket. Glenn in Maine, what have you got for us, Glenn? Hi, how you doing? Um, well, I'd still vote for Trump even if Nikki Haley was on the ticket. Uh, I'll vote for Trump no matter who he puts on the ticket. Yeah, I would. If he if he has a man on the ticket, I'd like to see Vivek be the man. And if he has a woman on the ticket, I'd prefer Christy Nome. But there you go again. I like Trump. I like his policies. I've voted for him every time, and he's he's my man. I can't help it. He's done good things for this country. And there are people that will point out negatives, such as he increased our debt, blah, 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 and all this and that. Well, I think people forget that when uh, PPE was needed for COVID, there was none. Our strategic oil supplies were empty. Um, COVID came upon him. And, you know, that's where all that money got spent. And he had to do it. There was no doubt about it. And anybody would have done it. And it doesn't. It, it I, so thank matter. you for the call. We, I, I we, think you there's virtually nothing you can criticize Trump for from a results-oriented perspective until COVID happened in 2020. Because then I think it's fair to say that he did not uh, take control like he could have, and he deferred to Dr. Fauci too much. I think that's a that's a if you are not acknowledging him, that. I mean, I would say uh, you know he gets on judges. A, like A plus. I don't think he could have done better. I don't just mean Supreme Court justices. I mean federal judges all the, too. All down the line. Trump, Trump was phenomenal for the judiciary. A plus. Uh, the border obviously was a mess when he came in. The border's been a mess for a long time. He did good things on the border. I wish he'd gotten a little further with it. He still needs to finish the job. The wall, very much unfinished, but in progress. Uh, so maybe B plus on that one. Um, Economy, I mean, I don't know how much better the economy is supposed to be than it was. Uh, economy's an A. Uh, yep. I think that's pretty. Staying um, out of foreign wars, A. A, staying out of foreign wars. Um, trying to think of other key issues. You know, we didn't, we kind of did a little bit of a, a little bit of surgery to Obamacare, but not a full, not a full revamp. So, you know, again, overall, look, there's a reason why we sit here and we're like, it would be much better for the country. The good news about our feelings is that if if uh, if Trump ends up winning, it's good even for the Democrats because it's better for the country. They may they may kick and whine and scream and they will and they may burn down buildings and be total lunatics, but the economy will be better, less foreign wars, less less uh, enemies of the country thinking they could take advantage of us. These are good things, no matter no matter what liberals cry and scream about. Uh, Larry in Northeast New York State, what's up? Uh, an Elise Stefanik supporter, what's up, Larry? Uh, thank you for taking my call. But it was always my understanding that a VP choice uh, was based on what she could do for the nominee. As much as I love Elise Stefanik and vote for her and support her, let's face facts, uh, she's not going to bring New York State for Donald Trump. So my question is, and I had a name that I haven't heard I'm curious about, you'd know more about it than I, why don't we hear the name Ron Johnson who could conceivably bring a swing state? I love, We look, thank you for the call. We love Ron Johnson on this show. Um, I had him in studio with me when I was in Milwaukee um, for the first Republican debate. He was fantastic. I, I, I've said it before. I would have Ron Johnson on my list if I were Trump. Now, the challenge there is... They have a Democrat governor. So if Ron Johnson, for instance, became vice president, the Democrat governor in Wisconsin would get to replace him on a six-year term 
with a Democrat, which could be huge in terms of United States Senate control. That's the biggest issue I would say about Wisconsin, obviously, is a toss-up state. We love Ron Johnson. That, I think he'd probably look at it and say that could be potentially a major issue going forward because then you get a new election. You have difficulty getting a Republican in there for six years. Coming up, friends, more of your calls on all these things political. Also, uh, looking more at New Hampshire's primary on Tuesday. And the media, the Trump derangement syndrome is rising. The symptoms are getting worse of Trump derangement. They're, they're heading into the end stages of Trump derangement. We'll talk about it. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured, and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel the Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home, the foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel the to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.